more like small bear. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, welcome in everybody to the Craft Beer Republic. I cannot catch my breath. I am Greg. Thanks for hanging out. I'm being joined by the best air guitar player I know, Deb. Thanks for coming back for a second week in a row. Hey, friends! Yeah. Thanks for having thanks me. Thanks for bringing your talents with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, Deb's over here rocking out, and uh, of course, we're also being joined by the bad boy himself, Degeneration Flex. Break it Got down. two words for you, Greg. Flex it. <laughs> I was waiting to see what those were going to be. <laughs> Oh, that was perfect. You're welcome. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, follow us on the socials at Crafty Republic, at FlexMeABeer, underscores in between, and at One Hop Mess. Uh, we got so much to get to. I uh, talk about a little trip I took over the weekend. We got some delicious beers to share. We got a new listener voicemail that I'm excited for. And of course, some booze news to get to. Uh, let's kick things off with a whole lot of hydration over here. We're drinking Pursuit of Happiness from Arrow Lodge Brewing in Covina, California. It's 7% as a 396 on Untapped. It's in, they say it's a very long description. They say New England IPA with Citra, Galaxy, Mosaic, and Simcoe. And unlike the beer we had last week, this has the proper NE IPA color and haze to it, I must say. Yeah, it looks that good look, to me. That yeah. looks gorgeous. The nose has a lot more than that one we had last week, too. It's it's a lot fruitier, more tropical on the nose. I'm going to dig the old tongue jabber into it. Dig it, baby. Dig it. I'm definitely getting the Simcoe. Mm-hmm. Like, first and foremost, Simcoe. A little mosaic in there. Yeah. I know you're not the world's biggest hazy fan. So, I'm not the world's biggest hazy fan. I will say I, I don't hate this. It's definitely not a drain pour or anything like that. Wow. Um. Which for me on on the hazy scale, that's like uh, that's a, what what's well, I mean, your scale just, here? A delicioso like, or what? <laughs> delicious? <laughs> delicious? Well, pretty drastic on that right away. Though. This is magical. No, I don't know. It's good. Okay. I would drink it again if it was all there was. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I get a little bit of that fruit up front, that tropical fruit up front. To me, it finishes pretty bitter. Um, not super dank, but but some some good bitterness in it. I like the mouthfeel; it's a little smoother. Uh, to me, it's it's pretty delicious. And the the bitterness, I think, is what makes me not hate it. Saves it for you. It saves it for me because yeah. it tastes like beer. Yeah, it's got some good bitterness on the end of it. I think so. Uh, I enjoy. I really really enjoy everything Arrow Lodge is doing. I think they're doing some great uh, IPAs, but even more than that, they're doing some great sour beers. Oh, I would love that. If you're in the mood for a sour Berliner, they knock them out of the park. We have one downstairs. You have to see what the wife will share with you. Oh, boy. It's a passion fruit guava Berliner, and it's delicious. Oh, that sounds sexy. It's really good. Uh, I'd hit it and quit it. If it's that delicious, I feel like you'd hit it and sign a fucking contract with it. Yeah, why are, why are we quitting it? <laughs> Put a ring on it. 
Uh, so anyways, Air Lodge Brewing out in Covina, California. The reason we got to stop there was because over the weekend we did a little trick trip. I will talk about that in just a sec. Uh, first of all, happy birthday to Allie out there in uh, podcast land. Allie and Callie on the gram. Happy birthday, Allie. Happy birthday, Allie. Now on to the trip. Over the weekend, packed shit up and went up to Big Bear with uh, Big Dick Nick and Coley from the Booze League and a couple of their friends. Their friends planned a trip and... We got extended the invite, and uh, on the way back, well, first, so on the way up there, there's two breweries up there. There's Big Bear, it's very confusing, Big Bear Mountain Brewing, Brewing and Big Bear Lake Brewing. It's very confusing. One of them, we, we stopped on the way in to get lunch and beer, does not make their own beer. I don't know how you can call them a brewing company at that point. What? Wait, the word brewing is in the name? Yep. As One's- opposed to like... Big Bear Brew Pub, Brew Pub, Tap, Tap House, House right. or, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. Big Bear Lake Brewing and Big Bear Mountain Brewing, and uh, so we stopped and they didn't have any of their own beers. The food was really good. The beer was, eh, but the food was good. Uh, and then on the way out, we stopped at the other one that actually made their own beers. Uh, it was, uh, it was better. It was. Was it, it better? Was. Well, was it better than the other place? It no. was different. It was different. They made their own beer, and. Um, Sounds like a, a couple. hit it and quit it. <laughs> <laughs> like a yes. legit hit it and quit it. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple, but you know, we did the flight. We had one of everything, as we always do at new places. And uh, there were a couple that were you know worth drinking, and the rest were, I hate to, to say bad things. They just were not that great. Are they new? Like maybe they're still mm. figuring their stuff out? I don't know. I could well, do research. Maybe if they've, they've never had this kind of constructive criticism before. That's true. <laughs> that is you know, true. Like maybe they think they're just top notch, and they they haven't had somebody be like, "Look, guys, get your shit together." <laughs> Big bear, more like small bear, uh, 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 more like cub, <laughs> and a baby bear. Yeah, hate the cubs. Yeah. Hate the cubs. Dub bears. But the good news is, on the way out of town, we stopped in Covina. We stopped at Air Lodge Brewing, which we picked this up. We picked up the Berliner. We had a few beers there. Did some really good research. I had uh, this beer and uh, a double, and the wife had a couple of their sours and their Kolsch, and uh, Nick and, and Coley had a couple other beers. And just, we, we loved all that we had, and we each brought home multiple four-packs and then headed our way out. But um, I cannot get enough of Air Lodge. Every time we were in that area, which, because of Rona, has been quite some time, it's like, oh, are we going to be within, like, you know, 30 minutes of Air Lodge? Because we're going to fucking stop in if we are. Well, and I want to say, the more I'm drinking this... That the more I actually like it, like maybe my first sip wasn't the best first impression. Like, I find as it warms up, it gets better too. I think you're right. Yeah. So yeah. I I enjoy. Look, you don't have to enjoy it. We can all have different tastes, but uh, I think for the style, which is again not a style I sure. necessarily love. Um, I think if you love hazies, you will love this beer. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even I kind of like it. Yeah. I, I dig it. So I feel like that's uh, a tendency with hazies, though, as they warm up, you start getting like the more fruitier characteristics. Yeah, yeah more come comes out. out. Yeah, yeah more, I agree. More subtleties and whatnot. So, um, yeah, while we were up there, I kind of, <laughs> we sort of talked about it. I don't remember if it was last show or, or off air, but talking about drinking uh, shitty beer, Miller High Life Light and whatnot, and beer pong. And uh, I, I've realized we've hit that point in our life where we just don't do that shit anymore. We were playing beer pong. We rented a huge cabin up there. It was, you know, we had like nine of us in a cabin, and uh, Nick brought his beer pong table, and, and we were playing beer pong with eight hundred five. Like our shittiest beer now is eight hundred five, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a light beer, correct? 
Yes, it is well, a and, and, that, and that's the key. It's not that it has to be shitty. It's just that it has to be just a little yeah. bit. It has to be drink like lightly. You crush the fuck out of yeah. it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, even, which not even not even sessionable. Just fucking crushable. Yeah. You know, it's it's like four point two, I think, and it's yeah. just super. I mean, I say this lovingly. It's the Bud Light of craft beer. Yeah, if, as I, you've I mean said that, many times yeah. before about that. Yeah, and I think that that is very fair. Yeah, I mean it's a well-made beer. It's tasty. You can drink it anytime, and uh, it, it's obviously way better than Bud Light. But you can find it at least in California. You can basically find it anywhere you go. We found it in Connecticut when we were out go. in Connecticut last time. Nice. Yeah. So. I know they distribute pretty far and wide. I know they're pretty big in Utah and Nevada and that kind of thing. Oh, and we saw it in New Orleans too. We actually went into a liquor store in New Orleans specifically because we saw they had this huge 805 display <laughs> and we wanted to go in and just check it out and look yeah. at it. It was kind of cool. That's funny. I, I bet people are like, what the fuck does 805 mean? Yeah, right. they, they like must, the they, they just must completely here. skip the Midwest because I've, be. I've never seen 805. I've never seen Firestone. I've never seen any of that shit. Wow. You've never had it? No. I'm going to send you some. Yeah. I'm going to send you some so we can talk about it. It'll, it'll be labeled maple syrup <laughs> when Olive you get oil. it. Yeah, maple maple syrup. And yeah. the lady's going to go, more maple syrup? Yeah. Every time I go to the post Deb's office. Deb's always shipping out that maple syrup. <laughs> At least it makes more sense this time that it's not to Vermont. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's true. That is true. Uh, so, yeah, we did a bunch of beer pong. Then we went out on a boat one day. We rented like a, a pontoon boat and just kind of here's the thing though we got on the boat and you can't go in the water like they say no swimming allowed so it, what's the point yeah it's it's probably not something i would do again apparently it's the rental company it's a liability thing they don't want you to swim so they've actually bolted the ladder up so you can't use it to climb in the water which when you're on a pontoon boat for four hours drinking a lot of beer gotta pee right and it's like we were doing some very tricky things to get in and out of the water because we all had to pee multiple multiple times <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that part again. But what if somebody fell off the boat and you're trying to rescue them? Well, you you throw them the little, like, floaty seat thing. The life preserver, yeah. That's right. Well, I don't, I'm not a boater. I don't, I don't know how boating works. (laughs) Well, I'm always so used to, like, you know, (laughs) know what a goddamn life preserver is. (laughs) (laughs) Marty McFly over here with his life preserver. (laughs) Fucking. To preserve one's life, you throw yeah. a fucking life preserver. I thought it was a candy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a lifesaver, not a preserver. Oh, my bad. Like, we have our boat at a different lake, and that's where we go, like, wakeboarding and stuff, and also we can get in the fucking water. I was like, okay, I never ne- I never need to rent a boat where I can't get in the water again. I've, I've discovered this. I only want to get in the water. Just when the one on time was enough. Yeah, it's done. I've, I've decided. So, uh... Yeah, next time we'll we'll try and we were talking to the guy that rented the pontoons, like one of the guys that worked there. He's like, "Oh yeah, if you want to rent like a ski boat or a wakeboard boat, just go on Craigslist. Everybody rents out their personal boats here." I was like, "What the fuck are we doing on this thing then?" <laughs> what? Yeah, we could have been a wakeboard. Even like Nick was like, "Man, I could really go for a wakeboard session right now." I was like, "Yeah, me too." Like as we just float around at nine miles. <laughs> they throttle these things because they rent them to anybody, and you don't need to take any classes or anything. So it's like max speed nine. Could you imagine just like jamming ass on the lake in your pontoon boat? <laughs> uh, I couldn't imagine it this weekend. There was no jamming ass on that pontoon boat. But, uh, uh, a lot of beers were had, and uh, like I said, a lot of eight oh fives were consumed during beer pong. So it's, it's always a good time. Wait, so who who was the the king and or queen of beer pong? Actually, Nick and I 
were the uh, tag team champions of the world. We <laughs> the what tag team champions of the world? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, we were taking on all challengers, and we beat them every time. We we beat uh, all the guys. And then they had like a little girls tournament. And then the winner of the girls played us. We beat the girls and. Uh, we were kicking ass. Okay. How how yeah, good of a but, feeling is it just running a beer pong table? Oh my god, we own that shit. And then it was great because like we got a couple of breaks as like the other tournaments happened to find out who was gonna play us. And I was like, all right, jam some water down my throat so I can still throw a ball in twenty minutes. <laughs> oh man, but it was good times. That's, good times for. I'm so for. proud of you. So proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm 36. I'm still whipping ass at beer pong. <laughs> My mom's so proud of me. You're like the Tom Brady of beer pong. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Old as fuck and still doing it. They call me the Derek Fisher of beer pong. No? Basketball joking? Yeah, no, I mean, I got it. i just not a big fan. Yeah, it's fine. No, Tom Brady was better. Tom <laughs> I mean, Brady was I way got better. It. Yeah. I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's very fair. Um, and then what else? Oh, uh, Deb brought up a great point. We were off air. I think Flex was changing into his short shorts. And we started talking about, uh, well, first of all, the intro song to the show, the new intro song, Flex says it very much reminds him of like a, a wrestling entrance music, and Deb says it reminds her of a Ford commercial, <laughs> and, which I, I don't disagree with either of those. They, it's both. Uh, and then she brought up the question, does it have to be wrestling related? What would be your entrance music? Whether you're walking out to the, uh, you know, to bat at Dodger Stadium or or you're walking out to your wedding or whatever. I always kind of imagined I would walk out to Stone Cold's entrance music at my wedding, you know, like have somebody toss me a couple of cold ones and then. I walked out to the Star Wars theme song. Did you really? I did. You can't just spring a question like that on me. I'm just going to let you know that. All right. Well, you can go. Like we talked about this while you were changing shorts. So we'll let you go last. And short think shorts. About it. Short shorts. Uh, we'll talk about ours. I walked out to Foo Fighters for the wedding. It was you like a, an acoustic version of, of Foo Fighters. I was like, I need something cool. It was cool. I yeah. I, I enjoyed that. And then walked out to uh, Power of Love at the end. Outstanding. <laughs> future style. Now yeah. that is outstanding. And I edited it for the DJ first, so it started right as it hit. It's like, bam, bam. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was good times. You're amazing. Uh, I do my best. <laughs> uh, so entrance music. I uh, admittedly, and this is probably embarrassing, I shouldn't share this. When I used to like get off planes and stuff and I'd walk like down the ramp into the airport, I'd always have my my headphones on and I'd always play like black and black back in black, you know, like burnt. Yeah, I totally get that stone cold strut on. And were you wearing sunglasses? No, I'm not a sunglasses guy. I should have been. Like a slow mo putting your sunglasses on and you're walking down the tarmac. Especially at Burbank. Burbank's the best one to walk down at Burbank Airport out here in LA because there is no jetway. You just walk down, you walk down onto the, the stairs tarmac. And yeah. then, yeah. And you get down those stairs. It's very wrestling esque. Um, and the other one I thought was really good is uh, Bulls on Parade. I think is a great, That's a good one. great entrance music, some rage. Uh, I don't know, Deb, what's, what would be your entrance music? Every time you walk into like work, you know. So I used to say that I wanted to be wealthy enough to pay Bruce Buffer to follow me <laughs> and announce me into every room. Uh-huh. Like I'd walk in and it would be like, you know, here, standing at five foot three, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I walk in the room. Um, but I obviously would need music to get right. me up to that point. Um, Please don't say anything from Jock Jams. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. What was even on Jock Jams? It was like the dun, 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 Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. 
or yeah, it I was, got the power. Yeah. Oh, um, I thought, but he was the beginning of it. It was just those two songs like on repeat though, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Eighty minutes was, of those two it. songs. Yeah. And occasionally it would be that line from the Marky Mark song where he goes, Come on, swing it. Come on, swing it. <laughs> but the whole C D started off with Bruce Buffer. Did it? Yeah, let's get rid of Rumble. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as songs, I don't know. I I mean one of my all-time favorite songs is In the Meantime by um Space Hog? Hmm. I don't know that I know that. I don't know it either. You know, you do. You both know it. You just don't know that you know it. Don't you ever tell me how to live my life, Deb. (laughs) (laughs) You live your life one quarter mile. No, I'm telling you how to upgrade your life, my friend, because this song is a life upgrade. Well, I don't know, because you guys are both a little bit younger than me. Like a year. I semi know this song. I was gonna obviously gonna cut this way down for copyright reasons. Yes, but please yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound familiar, but I don't hate it. Like I don't. I really don't. It, it's not sounding like something I know. Like for me, if if it's a song that came out between like 1995 and 1997, any of those songs could work yeah. for me if they played on the alternative charts. Yeah, like, I mean, that's like, my that's my sweet. Yeah, my hashtag sweet spot. <laughs> right. Hashtag like, two feet away is, would be a great one. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this: my like one of my all-time favorite bands is Deftones, mm-hmm. and uh, I think anyone that does follow me on on Instagram probably realizes that like I really love the Belching Beaver Deftones yes, series beers. I love them. A uh, Phantom Bride, Bring Back Swerve City, like they're so good, and um, and so. You could also interject literally any Deftone song into me walking into the room. Then Bruce Buffer, you know, he stands there next to me. He says his bit and then we're good. Yeah, I could do just about like any Foo Fighters song from about that time period, too. I'd be yeah. A-OK with that. So, Flex, you've had plenty of time to think about it. I mean, I, I would honestly have to go pretty modern with mine. Um, I'm kind of into like some, you know... The the emo screamo shit is what I was kind of brought up on. Mm-hmm. So there's a band called Pierce the Veil. I don't yeah. know if anybody's familiar. And the song Bulls in the Bronx, it's it just comes in super heavy and super fast, like immediately. And I kind of feel like that's what I you know, you get the lights dim down, right? And then it just fucking blasts your ears out. That's, I think, what, to me, what gets is just hitting the crowd right away. Yeah, I like it. I could kick some ass to this song. Right? And I I mean, I wouldn't even need the, the lyrics, you know? It just See, like, I have to admit, the, just like, like the, the fast... vocals kind of disappointed me. Oh, see, and I'm a big fan of like the high-pitched... Super high pitched vocals. He reminds me of of Claudio from Coheed and um, Cambria. Coheed yes. and Cambria. Yeah, yeah. Deb, marry me. <laughs> I don't know how our collective spouses would feel about that, but we'll be bros. <laughs> yeah. We'll get the intern on board. And I love. I, I just. I love the Coheed drop. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, I, the musically, it's like I'm in. All right, correct. Yeah, whip someone's ass. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm just in. drop anybody to that song. I can see myself. 
jam an ass on a pontoon boat across the lake to that one. Not, not swimming. <laughs> Dry as could be. Yeah. That was me right there. Uh, let us know, you guys. If you have uh, some entrance music that you like rocking out to, let us know what you rock out to. Tweet at us or gram us or email us. Uh, by the way, it's mail at craftbeerrepublic.com now and uh, craftbeerrepublic on the socials. Let us know what uh, what you're into as far as some entrance music. We want to know. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Badass. This is my favorite ask ask the audience what this what's is a your, good one yes this is my favorite right here the, the what's Bo- what would your entrance song be yeah and bonus points to anybody who came out at their wedding to stone cold's entrance song i just the glass hits you know how do you not flip everybody off immediately yeah <laughs> that makes me wonder how many people actually do that probably a lot of people in the south i picked the uh that, entrance that, music should, should for we, intern should we, ryan should we cut that <laughs> <laughs> no we should not what did you pick for in, uh, intern brian i picked the theme from 2001 space odyssey <laughs> where it's like dun 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 <laughs> that's bum, bum, yep that's also rick flair's entrance music yeah, is it, it is, yeah oh is. shit Woo! look i know all the wrestles zings <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know all of them <laughs> did he know it or was it a surprise it was a surprise. How did so, he... so the night before our wedding, I still didn't have music. Okay. And what? I kept saying I wanted everyone, the bridal party, to come out first, then Brian, then me, to 99 Love Balloons. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And my stepmother was like, do you know what that song is about? Did you have 99 like, Love Balloons? No. Well, apparently it's not as cute as like uh, dancing around like red balloons. It's like yeah. about like a fucking like nuclear nuclear holocaust oh. or something like that, right? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't. Somebody will tell. But us. it's not good, whatever it is. So yeah. my stepmom was like, "You cannot do that. What is wrong with you?" Oh so I was driving to get my hair done the day of the wedding, and it just like popped in my head. I was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if I walked out to Star Wars?" Because I'm a big Star Wars fan, and you know, it might be obvious. I don't know. And then I was like, well, what could I pair with that for Brian? <laughs> what goes with it's Now I've got a space theme happening. 2001. Just made sense. Right on that. I, I think that pairs super well. Woo! <laughs> this is the point where Flex takes off his clothes and wrestles them. <laughs> That's a deep cut, deep cut Ric Flair joke there. Uh, all right, we'll stop trying to get sued by every music person out there. I'm going to have to cut out a lot of that. <laughs> the I think. estate of Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> or, if I, or, or if anything, it's just going to put us out there that much more. That's, yeah. Small podcasts get sued by everybody. <laughs> now becomes most popular podcast in the world. Most popular and broke podcast in the world. All right, before Deb and I talk about what we're drinking next, let's listen to a voicemail from a listener. This one's a quick one. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, what up there? Uh, Your show's hilarious. Uh, Thanks for putting out your phone number, and um, much success to you there, guys. I want to try those beers. Deb, you had had a look the entire time. Is that Wiley? The commish of the booze league? <laughs> no. Are you sure? I don't. I don't think so. Flex. I mean, I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna side with Deb on this one, Greg. It. It sounds exactly like Wiley. 
I think it sounds really? like Wiley trying to not sound like Wiley. It's. I can tell you this. It's not his phone number. Doesn't mean he didn't call from a, a work phone or something, but it's definitely not his phone number. Much success, guys. I want to try them beers. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was too nice. Like he wouldn't drop a compliment. Well, because he's trying to pretend he's not him. <laughs> <laughs> What's more, not him than he not dropping like, a compliment? Hey, eat my nuts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, totally not Wiley here. Suck my balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And hey, everybody in Phoenix, listen to the booze like. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> that sounded more like Wiley. <laughs> I, I, I'll make a bet that that's Wiley. Oh, I will. Loser has to. I'll drink whatever shit beer the booze league ends up drinking for their son's bucks deal. If that's not Wiley. Okay. Regar- and I don't think regardless, Wiley I like this. Lie to me. Deb has to find the beer then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will, I will, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the footwork. Like, but I think that that's Wiley. I don't. I'm very. So will you drink the shit beer yeah. with them if you're yeah, wrong? Yeah. If you're right. Now we got to ask him before this airs, just so he's not like, oh yeah, it was me. So Greg got to drink shitty beer. But I, I'm in. But make sure, make sure you tell him there's a bet on the line, but he can't know what. Which deep, direction? Which direction? Yeah. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. I don't think it's him. Like I, I see where someone could think it's him. So like the the deepness of the voice and like the the delivery at the beginning, especially. But I don't uh, know. I feel like it's, I feel, it's his inflection. I think he, he Sorry, just he, no. Wiley has like this this surfer twang, as if like somebody from the south went to California and started surfing. <laughs> And they didn't quite <laughs> lose the southern accent, but it just kind of turned into like this dude twang. <laughs> that twang, hey, yeah, like a dude twang. That, that's He's what it sounds love like. That. To me. Yeah, oh, well, definitely you know. not cutting that part out. Well, no, please don't. <laughs> He's got like a all right, well, dude twang voice, Wiley. Dude twang. <laughs> Hashtag dude twang. We're gonna have to find out, and we're gonna find out before this air this show airs because. Uh, He'll never tell the truth otherwise. Yeah, I'm in. I'm game. If if it's him, I'll I'll chug whatever shitty beer they got to jug, and and vice versa. Well, uh, if you want to stump the fuck out of us, eight zero five five three eight beer two three three seven is the number to call. Try not to throw your voice and feel free to throw a name in there when you leave your voicemail as Please. well. Please, yes. Deb and I have a fresh beer to talk about, so let's make a call to the pen. Yes, he does. So this one, a little backstory. Uh, This beer dropped about a year ago, and Nicole and I saw it, and we both just about shit our pants. We're like, I don't care what it tastes like. We need to get it. And we did. And I didn't know I had any left, and I was going through my pantry the other day, and I had like six left. (laughs) (laughs) Silly me. I thought I killed them all. Uh, but they're not the beers that you, you know, you don't pound these. These are like have one here, have right. one there. So This is uh, a novelty. Yeah, very much so. So we're drinking Noble Ale Works Cinnamon Roast Crunch. 5.4%, 406 and untapped, and a 91 on Beer Advocate. They say the addition of Saigon cinnamon to naughty sauce makes it taste like the milk left in your bowl after a certain breakfast cereal that my mom would reward us with from time to time as kids. And I look, it's it's stupid, and I wouldn't drink this on a regular basis, but I love the shit out of it. Holy shit. 
This is so good. It tastes exactly like what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like a kid. Yeah. Right now. This is like. Like a year ago, Nicole bought the ice cream too, the cinnamon toast crunch ice cream, and we had it together. Did you guys see all the shit about the dude that found the shrimp in his cinnamon toast crunch? Yes. Like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the dude that was on K-Rock local radio station here uh-huh. in Southern California. Jensen Carp is his name. So people are making lots of jokes because his last name is a fish name. <laughs> and he's married to Danielle Fischel, who played is he really? Topanga it on right Boy now. Meets World. <laughs> and then he found shrimp in his cinnamon toast crunch. And then people outed him on Twitter for being a fucking gross, disgusting human. And then he never came back to tell us what happened with the saga of the cinnamon shrimp crunch. So probably nothing. So, so who the fuck knows? He's full of shit. But this beer is awesome. Yes. <laughs> it's a long road too. This beer is I was awesome. bringing it back around. I get yeah. there eventually. Yeah, so wait, no, so so this beer is this is an old beer out of your fridge? It, it, out of my pantry. <laughs> it wasn't even properly aged. <laughs> he invited me over for garbage ass beer and, <laughs> and I just happened to like it. <laughs> Turns out it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on me. I like it. <laughs> Damn it. No, I, it was funny. I was doing this the other day. I was, I was cleaning things out because I was like, oh, I got some beer in the back and I got some new beer. So like, I should really rotate the stock here. And I found these. I'm like, oh my God, I still have these. And good news, they still taste good. It still tastes yeah, great. Nothing went wrong with it. It nope. still, still tastes great. And it's exactly what they went for. It's that uh, cinnamon toast crunch at the end of your cereal taste. Or Definitely. Even the milk taste. Uh, all right. Crazy alcohol rule, which we really need a better name for. Uh, This one goes to Hawaii. Apparently in Hawaii, it's illegal to order more than one drink at a time. So you can't like walk up and order one for your friend. Really? Yeah. One drink at a time and one drink only. If you go out like on a date or like if if you meet somebody, you're like, oh, yeah, let's go out and grab a drink. Like if you're the dude, you look like an asshole, right? Well, you know, mahalo. I, I guess uh, you go up to the bar, you order one drink, and you go back to sit at the table with your girl, and she's like, "Hey, where's mine?" And he's like, Yo. I, "I imagine she would have to come up with you." You know? Yeah. Is it because like you have to show proof of ID when you order? Is that I, I don't know if it's an ID thing or a quantity thing or or what it is, but uh, one drink and one drink only, you Hawaiians. I don't like it. Huh. Would you? Which is weird because wasn't Hawaii like the last state to up their drinking age to twenty one? Like they were eighteen for the longest time. That well, so so now months, they're tr- probably trying to one up everybody else. <laughs> they're really you know? doubling down on the yeah. rules. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're the last to go to twenty one, but fuck you guys, we're gonna make a <laughs> limit. <laughs> <laughs> you may uh, be drinking at eighteen, but only one at a time. Yeah, now everybody else saw the rule and they're just like, fuck Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, what else is going on? Dogfish Head has launched Let's Get Lost, an American single malt whiskey, which has garnered 92 points on Whiskey Advocate. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. I'd try it. And then on the other side of the, the fence there, Molson Coors has released five trail blended American whiskey. <laughs> you know, we talk a lot about Molson Coors on this show. We really do. Uh, and they're going to be selling that for $60 a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to no. say anything, but we all want to make lots of faces right now. Uh, $60 for something from Molson Coors? The look on Deb's face just killed me. <laughs> 
like she wanted to stick her bottom lip over her head and swallow kind of thing. Because like. I feel like, okay, I feel like I'm the one that poo-poos everything. When you guys have me on, I'm like the one that shit talks things. So I don't, I don't want to be that, that guy, you know? <laughs> you don't want to poo-poo the most of course? You guys know I love them Molson Coors, and I ain't gonna shit talk them because I'm trying to get an endorsement deal <laughs> for some Miller High Life Light. Yeah. Uh, and if YouTube Live is listening, <laughs> and also if YouTube <laughs> YouTube TV is, is YouTube listening, TV, I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you'll find me spending sixty dollars on a bottle of Molson Coors whiskey next month. I'd rather have Whistle Pig. Yeah. I'll right? let my brother-in-law spend the $60, and I'm going to try it. And report back to us. Yeah, that's my plan. Is yeah. your brother-in-law like Uncle Moneybags that he just buys $60 bottles of whiskey from Wilson Coors? <laughs> oh, yeah, and TVs. Like, whenever, like, a new TV comes out, he just gets, like, the the biggest, newest, greatest TV that that is, like, out there. He's one you, of those guys. Do you get his hand-me-down TVs? Uh, n- We've gotten one, but it's it was like 14 years old. Oh, tell him it's about time. <laughs> like, hey, that was 14 years ago. That was 14 years ago. I need a new TV and a bottle of $60 <laughs> Molson Coors whiskey. He gave me a bottle of Coors Buff- Light Premium <laughs> Scotch. He, he, he gave me a bottle of Buffalo Trace bourbon. Oh, um, okay. That's good. Because uh, he bought it and... But he already had one that he didn't know he had. So then he was just like, Can't hey, two? here. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I went home do do? with the bottle of Buffalo Trace. Yeah. I'm not going to say Can't no. Can't complain about that. No. Yeah, absolutely. No, not Very at all. Uh, truly and Twisted Ugh. Tea. <laughs> Sorry. Now make up for 84% of Boston beer's total volume. What? And Sam Adams, those $28 Sam Adams <laughs> from last week, are only making up 7.9% of their volume. That can't be real. Well, but, but Sam Adams is, is about to make a killing, though, with their Oktoberfest coming out. True that. Do you like me some Sam Adams Oktoberfest? I mean, it, it, it really is one of the better ones that gets put out there. <clears throat> yeah, as far as like widely released Oktoberfest. Correct, correct. And then finally... A man arrested in El Paso crime spree after beer run leads to Krispy Kreme theft of Krispy Kreme truck. A 23-year-old man was arrested after he allegedly stole a Krispy Kreme truck during an hours-long crime spree through El Paso County. The crime spree started when officers received a report of a beer run at a Circle K store, which was upgraded when a Krispy Kreme truck was stolen in the store's parking lot. Sheriff's deputies then received a report after midnight of a possible drunken driver in a Krispy Kreme truck that had crashed into another vehicle near Durrington Road and Rudy Kreffner Drive. Deputies received another report about 1.20 a.m. of a possible drunken driver in a Krispy Kreme truck who had burglarized a 7-Eleven convenience store. Andrade allegedly used the truck to get into the store. I, I need more details. It makes it sound like he crashed into the store. Uh, the vehicle then fled the scene. Deputies searched the area, eventually found the truck about 1.40 a.m. near Interstate 10. Also, how hard is it to find a Krispy Kreme truck? I feel oh. like they're not small. All, all I have to say is, Bill, strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Uh-huh. 
Do you get that reference at all? Is that a uh, Bill and Ted? Yeah. Thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. I was yeah, thinking that, that too. Yeah, it's not a not that a was... movie I was ever really into. Sorry. No. That's all right. I should have been here last week when Erica was here, or two weeks ago when Erica was here, because when you did the the chick with the gun rack, <laughs> I quote that all the time, and I bet Erica would have been aces on this Bill and Ted quote. Probably. Oh, so, she probably just saying. Let alone enough guns to constitute- To necessitate, to necessitate an entire, an entire rack. rack. What am I going to do uh, with, with a gun rack? Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake. <laughs> yes, it is. You know, Wayne, if you're not careful, you're going to lose me. You're going to lose me. <laughs> I lost Attempts you two months ago. Get the net. <laughs> <laughs> Attempts were made to stop the vehicle, but the driver refused to halt. According to police, he crashed into a house and various cars in the Pebble, Hel- Pebble Hills area and struck a pedestrian in the central area during the crime spree. The pedestrian suffered minor injuries. Officers were able to arrest a combative Andrade at about 3.20 a.m. Andrade was arrested on suspicion. I don't think there's much suspicion of evading arrest or detention in a motor vehicle accident involving damage to a vehicle. Duty on striking fixture. I don't know what that means. An accident involving injury and resisting arrest. He was booked into El Paso County Jail on a bond totaling $132,000. Wow. You think that the cops would have been better at finding this truck and dealing with this. <laughs> this very large delivery this wow. very large <laughs> delivery truck. Oh. I won't say what they were delivering. I thought you were <laughs> the police might have a beat on. I thought you were yeah, but... that, that was bad. <laughs> they must not have been hot and fresh. <laughs> the red light didn't go on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking if I'm this guy and I'm drunk, I'm not gonna i <laughs> I'm not gonna steal this truck. I'm just gonna eat as much of this truck as I possibly can. Just pull over and crawl into the back. Right? Yeah. Like if anybody pull over any further, <laughs> <laughs> already pulled over. The Krispy Kremes taste like Krispy Kremes, <laughs> littering and. Oh, now that's like my favorite movie. <laughs> but ser- but eating seriously, the Krispy Kremes. <laughs> if anybody's ever had a Krispy Kreme donut in their life, if you're gonna steal a Krispy Kreme donut truck, you're gonna eat, fucking eat the donuts. Like if anybody's had a Krispy Kreme in their life, they know it's not worth stealing the truck. Ooh, wow. Shots fired. I am not wow. a fan of Krispy Kreme. If it was a Duncan truck, mm-hmm. wow! Beep Dun- beep, motherfucker! I'm coming in. <laughs> Duncan's terrible. Oh, they have the worst words, donuts baby. I've ever had. Oh, Krispy Kreme to me is the worst. Oh, unless they are like so hot that you can't touch them, that's the only way they're edible. You're wrong. If you have, and then you dunk them in later, your coffee, and I, they like I've had basically of dissolve this in your coffee. I, I'm done. Right? The Krispy Kreme. The Krispy Kremes. <laughs> if you dunk it in your coffee, it dissolves. I've never had a Dunkin' Donut. I've only had coffee. Who actually dunks their donuts in coffee, though? People... It depends on how hungover you are. <laughs> <laughs> People who don't drive, apparently. Yes, because I just eat my fucking donuts and make sure they're Krispy Kreme and not Dunkin'. Oh, that's yeah. the Wisco style of doing it. <laughs> but here in California, baby, we dunk them. He's the Wisco kid. <laughs> the Wisco kid. Uh, <laughs> it's all about <laughs> the cronut. Oh, I do like a good cronut. Mm-hmm. I won't touch a donut. It hurts my insides, but I will fuck with a cronut. Like a, like a yeah. nice Bavarian cream-filled donut? You're not going to... No. You're, you're not oh, even... You're I've not always even... hated... The, the stuffed donuts. You're, what? Yeah. Ouch. You can tell Flex is drunk because he's very uh, over-enunciating. What? 
Oh, like he just came from Alaska. Yeah. This I is false because I'm not in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I get serious when I talk about my donuts. You do not like the cream in your donut? <laughs> A question mark? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. The best. Well, let us know, people. What's your favorite donut? (laughs) The people need to let us know a lot of things this episode. This is way more important than entrance music. (laughs) That's a lie. If you were entering a a donut shop, what song would be playing and what donut are you buying, friends? Uh (laughs) Two answers. We need both answers. Bavarian cream-filled donuts. (laughs) Yeah, I could get with that. Uh, Honestly. And the... Have you had the Duncan Bavarian? Yeah, it's horrible. Oh. <laughs> this fucking guy. Where'd you get this guy? <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I think on that note, we should probably hit some music and get out of here. Get into our for- forwards and play our air guitars. Let you know that I was built Ford tough. <laughs> Brewed with 100% golden rocky water. <laughs> And mustaches. <laughs> yes. With only the best mustaches that money can buy. Uh, find us at Craft Beer Republic. Find Deb at One Hop Mess. Deb, thanks for hanging out. Two weeks in a row. I'm so glad you guys had me. We Thank love you. having you. Thanks for hanging. Yeah. And uh, Flex on the gram at Flex Me a Beer. CraftBeerRepublic.com. 805-538-BEER. It's 2337. I think that's everything. Hi to Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. There. It's Hi, not Vanessa. everything. Vanessa. It is not everything. Hi, Vanessa. <laughs> Now it is. We now got it's you. Everything. I hope Vanessa and the rest of the world are out there staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody.